Welcome to The Review, a mini-episode from the Full Dive Gaming Podcast. In The Review, we choose a single VR game, dive on into it, giving you a yay or nay on whether we think you should buy it. In this episode, we're discussing one of the most highly anticipated VR games of all time, Bone Lab. Of course, this review is brought to you by Asterian Products. They've got their beautiful VR headset stands, headphone stands, and they're actually on sale right now for their lowest price ever. So if you check them out on Amazon and you use code FULLDIVE10 to save 10%, you can get your own Aura headset stand for $15.02. Wow, I'm Jay that's Brad. a good deal. It is a great deal. It's it's something that I'm like, okay, for all those people who have been saying, I'm going to get one, I'm going to get one in the Discord, I'm going to tell them today. Go get it today. <laughs> you know me, I'm Jay Brad, I'm a VR YouTuber and streamer. I'm Lipnox VR, I do all things SideQuest, App Lab, and hey, recently Bone Lab too, actually. <laughs> you, you've been playing a lot. What What is Bone Lab in case someone out there who listens to this hasn't heard of it, Lip? So Bone Lab is extremely hard to explain, but it's basically <laughs> an experimental physics action game. Mm-hmm. This does have a storyline for the main game where you sort of go through and you're progressing through challenges and environments and sort of you're being guided along almost almost sort of like Portal does where you kind of don't know fully what's going on, but you're sort of playing along and it's basically teaching you all the things. But it's essentially just your ultimate sandbox experience when you get to the core meat of it. And just to mess around with physics is what this is all about. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's made by Stress Level Zero. They're the creator of Boneworks. So those from the PC VR community will remember that was a pretty big deal when it launched. They also made the game Duck Season kind of random, but it just shows their VR enthusiasts. And the game is currently 40 bucks. Lip, how would you feel about this game if you paid $40 for it? So I think that that is the biggest thing with this game is to say what is there right now is worth $40 is one thing. To say what's there after you add mods is worth 40 things is a totally different thing. And I feel like that's where the biggest disconnect for some of the people that aren't liking this is. Because, yes, you play through this. We got four to five hour storyline kind of thing. And then we've got things to play with. Now, all the things combined, all the things you have at the end, they don't really like there's not enough things to say, OK, here's just an endless experience. It's mm-hmm. sort of the beginning stages of things to be like, here's the physics. Here's the assets. You guys have fun with it. And I think that if you're going to get into the mods and you're going to get into that whole expanded thing with this, $40 is a steal. Like this is like like Half-Life Alex when it came out was like a full price game. And I feel like a lot of people bought Half-Life Alex more for the mods than anything. And especially if you have Quest, this title is really, really well optimized to look good and still play really good. It it feels like you're playing a PC VR game. And I think if you have mm-hmm. an Oculus Quest 2 only, that justifies $40 right there for me. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I got it and I've only played it on Quest so far. I haven't tried it on PC. and I But I did play Boneworks back in the day on PC. And I've got to say, I feel like I am not missing a single part of the experience playing on Quest 2 standalone versus the experience I had back on Boneworks. And I'm not having to deal with the cable in my way because this game, I mean, you are punching as hard as you can you're trying to knock these enemies across the map you're fighting not having a cable dangling somewhere and in your way is a bit of a game changer and to think that i'm still getting 90 frames per second i'm still getting these gorgeous big environments on quest it's pretty shocking honestly when the assets all look beautiful i mean you can tell they've done optimization where things sort of do that disappearing effect when you're not looking at them and i swear like this is one of those games that's going to take advantage of eye tracking because you can already tell it's trying to do that anyways but it I mean, I, I played it on the PC. I went and tried it on the PC and I was like, things are loading in faster. Things are like they're higher resolution like assets. But at the end of the day, this game was clearly made for the Quest 2 and upscaled for the PC. 
Yeah, and it hasn't even been out that long. It came out on September 29th, so it's been out for about 10 days now. I luckily got a little bit before release, and I mostly did most of my playing before release, before many mods had been made. You've spent quite a bit of time playing. You've installed some mods so far. How many hours do you think you've sunk into this game? Maybe 20 hours so far. Okay. I don't know. It's it's hard to say because I've spent so much time just testing the mods, and I don't know how much mm-hmm. you can say in terms of that. Because I, I honestly, I spent like an hour just looking at all the mods on the website, being like, I want this one, I want this one, I want this one. <laughs> Watching videos to be like, okay, how do I install these things? How do I get this thing going? And I mean, I, I've I feel like I've already gotten my forty dollars worth, and we're at the starting starting stages. People haven't even really. They've uploaded assets to the mod things and they've uploaded avatars, but there's like virtually no utility things so far. There's no like nothing spawnable, really. There's a few spawnable things. But right now it's just super, super early stages. And I think that if you like that kind of stuff, like this is just thousands and thousands of hours. Well, and that's something that sets this game apart. So a lot of games out there get mods later, and it's something that hackers have tacked onto the game. This game, unlike Boneworks even, its predecessor, is fully embracing mods. It has a mod menu in the game. It has ones that are like approved by them. It has which ones you've installed. It has a spot for which ones are experimental, and it warns you like, you know, you could still break this game. We're allowing you to mod it and go crazy. But for someone like me who didn't try modding it yet and just got the core story, or if you can even call it a story, it's pretty interpretive, but just getting into the game, you, you're dropped into this world. And if you have, if you played Boneworks, it's going to feel familiar. But if you didn't, all of a sudden you have to learn how to navigate this world and everything has physics, including like if you go up to the wall and you put your hands on the wall and you try to push the wall away from you, it will force your body back. Just like in real life, if you were to shove the wall, what's going to happen? The wall's not going to move. You're going to be pushed away from the wall. And of course, some people have brought up that brings in some jankiness. You know, you're near a table and you're trying to grab your gun off the table. Your hand gets stuck under the table because you've tried to reach through the table, which you shouldn't have done. It's forcing you to treat it in a more realistic way. But for people who have been playing games that don't do that, that allow your hand to just pass right through something, it can be a little unapproachable. And especially the motion. What what do you think about the gameplay mechanics and stuff, Lip? Since you've been in VR a long time, how would you explain this to someone who hasn't played something quite like this game? So I feel like when I played Boneworks, they missed one key aspect and it was the haptic feedback. And they totally fixed that for this game. That being said, I mean, one of the biggest things I've noticed with this game is when you're trying to climb up things, it's not like you can use the grip buttons, but the game is meaning for you to pull your body up Mm -hmm. and to do that full motion where you're literally putting your hands and pushing yourself up is something that is kind of takes some time to get used to. It's not it's not mm-hmm. natural. And you kind of just sort of why can't I get up? Why can't I get up? And you struggle on those parts. And I think by the end of the four and a half or whatever campaign, I had mostly figured it out. But I would say in terms of like the physics things, that's the biggest. But in terms of getting stuck on things, I mean, everything you're holding affects all these things. So if you're holding a big gun and you're trying to run around with that gun, it could get stuck on the wall as you run past it. Mm-hmm. It can get stuck on items as you run past it. It can get stuck on enemies. Sometimes when you're grabbing the enemies, it just looks silly as they fly around because they can't hit you. As soon as you grab their arm, they have a gun. They can't do anything. They're just waggling around trying to get out of it. And I think that, you know, because of that physics aspect, it creates this whole other play around, have fun with it thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, anything with Ragdoll for VR has this janky aspect anyways. And this game fully embraces the jank in exchange for just more complexity in how the physics work. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's absolutely true. And it's the game is classified as an action adventure shooter. 
which I would say is pretty accurate. You know, there's a lot of action. You have different enemies. You have different guns. The guns all have their own, of course, physics. And the nice thing, too, about this game, because you forget sometimes you play other VR games and someone gets in your face, you can punch them. You can smack them with the gun. You can shove them physically back from you. And a lot of games don't give you that option. It's like you'll have an enemy in your face. You're trying to hurry up and shoot it in the face because it's all you can do. This game gives you the freedom to grab a sword or a knife or a brick or something. You know, anything in your environment that's around you, you can hit an enemy with to get them away from you for a second while you reload while you recoup or you can just beat them to death with your fists it gives you all of this and so it creates a lot of realism but with that comes the fact that this game does not hold your hand at all in terms of motion sickness i think thrill said that this was a game made for vr enthusiasts by vr enthusiasts and they did not think at all to like try to make this game for newbies so you better be ready for this game did you find any sort of motion sickness or weirdness slip so I didn't I didn't have any kind of motion sickness whatsoever. And I say that even in regards to using mods with 4K recording settings going on and mirrors and things like that, which just completely killed the frame rate. Mm -hmm. And I still had no motion sickness whatsoever. I've fallen off things, jumped up things. One thing this game does, and honestly, I think every developer should look at this. It doesn't actually play pay attention to your like play space. It pays mm -hmm. attention to where your height is based on the floor. So if your play space is totally messed up and you're like flying in the air, you're always on the ground. Your character's feet are always on the ground. So many times for PC VR titles, I've got this OVR advanced thing that like fixes my height if I'm too short or too high. This game just does it naturally based on the avatar you're wearing. And something like that makes things like motion sick significantly lessened for people like me. Uh, but like I honestly had no issues of motion sickness whatsoever. I had smooth turning on and I did the there's a for the movement system I use. It's called Genesis, and it just sort of left and right strafing, move forward and back kind of thing. I, I I didn't have any motion sickness with this, but I could I could totally see like this is the game that all the craziness happens. And that that being said, too, uh, like you said, like if things hit you, like things in the world can massively affect you. So if you're climbing and things hit you, you get like knocked down and you can be waggling up and down and like. One thing with the climbing, like let's say you're hanging with two hands and you let go of one hand, your body swings like mm -hmm. like it. You are you are as much in the game as the characters you're facing against. It's not like like with VR chat, you're kind of like a static creature you can't really interact with the world but this you are completely feel like you are a character in this world you bring up a really good point there because this game not only has a lot of games try to have physics for the objects you interact with and the people on you but this game has physics for you each avatar you can switch through has its own weight its own chest strength its own arm strength its own agility so they give you this feature where you can switch avatars mid-game and it really changes how you have to approach this game because there might be a spot where you see like a ledge you need to get up to but your character's too short so you can switch to a taller character to reach up and climb and that taller character's skinny and lightweight so it's really easy to climb where there's an area where there's a bunch of obstacles near where you need to switch to a heavy character with a lot of weight so you can use that weight to knock objects out of your way and knock people off the sides of a bridge or something and move through it and most games never take that into account most games you literally weigh nothing and i say nothing because you can grab a ladder with one hand and just lift your body up just like you do with the controller and it lifts your whole body up this game you're actually like struggling to pull yourself up on things which is like real life i mean when's the last time any of us had to lift ourselves onto a ledge it's not easy <laughs> no. that is 
it adds so much depth to the game, but it, for people who aren't used to VR, that's really difficult because instead of just grabbing a ledge and just hopping yourself up with a little flick of your wrist, you're like trying to physically put both your hands and like slowly force yourself up onto it. And I think that's another reason people are like, what is happening in this game? Yeah. Well, I think that's, that, that was the biggest issue for me was the climbing thing because you just, if you don't know what you're doing, you will just struggle trying to jump up on this thing and you just hang there like, why can't I get up? Why can't I get up? And, and even yeah. then, I mean, some of the times I was like using like the ducking thing to like crawl my way up, just like, please don't <laughs> fall. Please don't fall. My palms are all sweaty from this huge climb I've done. I'm like, please don't fall. Please don't fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's an amazing game if you've been in VR a long time and you we want these things. We want all this realism. We want all these physics. But I think some of these issues might be why we're seeing a bit of a disconnect between the reviews people. It's got a good score on Oculus 4.7 on steam. It's actually mostly positive, which isn't a super high score. It's, it's fine. It's good. But some of the reviews people have come and commented on the videos about it. And they're like, Oh, I got so sick. I'll never play this game again. And other people are like, this is everything we've been waiting for in VR. But then on PC, some people are like, oh, this is just Boneworks 2.0. Like if you played Boneworks, this may not be as amazing to you. Where if you've only been on Quest this whole time and you've been playing Hand Physics Lab and other Quest-like experiences, you know, not these real full games, this feels like so much more environment and world than we've had on Quest that I think the Quest reviews are kind of skewed from those people who haven't gotten a game like this. You played Boneworks as well. Do you think the people saying Boneworks 2.0 have any, is that valid at all to you? Uh, so I would actually go even farther than that. I would say that the people that have been playing Boneworks that bought Bone Lab are probably like, oh, I've got all these sweet mods for Boneworks and mm. Bone Lab has mod support, but it has nothing like the, the first week the game came out. It doesn't have all these complicated mechanics. I'm pretty sure I saw people like with Spider-Man webs and Boneworks and like there's just a crazy modded scene that's already had all the time to get to the place they want to be with all these complicated mods. And I think that with like even 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 the storyline, Boneworks is way more bigger environments, longer things, more things to do where Bone Lab is more like this level. You do this thing. This level you do this thing. Like there's one level you just go through and it's a street brawl. There's one level you go through and it's just climbing. And I feel like I had way more fun playing through Bone Lab. But if you like the puzzle, if you like the figuring out and you like more, you want even more of that portal kind of experience, Boneworks does it better. And again, the, the modding scene on the PC for Bonework, the Bone Lab will get there. They will get mm -hmm. there, but they're not there right now. And if you pick this title up and you're expecting all these amazing this and that, this and that, you're going to feel like this is an expansion pack for Boneworks, not even a not even a full game. <laughs> that's fair. And I think that's why, you know, we never got Boneworks on Quest. I think that's why the score is so much higher on Quest overall. So I think that it it begs a couple questions and we'll go over that in the yay or nay. But something that I'm starting to think about is like the game is going to be completely different. If you find this video, this video or this review in six months from now, there's going to be a lot more you could do with this game. But if you're someone who's only going to buy it and never mod it, you're just going to play it through once. It might mean something different to you than it does for everyone else. I didn't get a chance to really mod it. I saw some of the original baked in like avatars and stuff, but because I did this all pre-launch, I haven't seen everything that got added. I saw you added a video of some of the best mods. So what do you think? Take a couple minutes here. Tell us what are some of the best mods? What do they add to the game? What do they change? And if someone bought the game only to play it normally, why should they go out of their way to mod this game? So I'll say, first of all, with modding, 
it has like these menus in the thing that say, oh, here's mods. And so far, there's only a couple mods that the company themselves have put in. I think uh, something Junkyard or something. And I think there's a couple avatars from Duck Season. Mm-hmm. But inter- internally in the game, you have to go outside to get these mods. You have to go to mods.io slash boneworks, I think it is. And you download these files and you literally have to drag the folders into a folder on your Oculus Quest for the Boneworks thing. And it's super easy to drag and drop, but if you don't have a way to either use your phone with your Quest or your PC with your Quest, you're not going to be able to transfer these files. It's not, I'm sure there's going to be internal ones because they have a whole section that's just not, there's nothing in it yet. But the ones you need to get right now, you literally have to go online and get them. But with that being said, right now, the one that I think is the most essential is, and I, and I hate I hate to do this, but like part of the game is going around collecting these orb things so you have tools and things you can use in the sandbox mode. But it's really hard to find them all. And let's be honest, a lot of us just want to play with them. Mm-hmm. So what I did is my, my the number one save file or the number one thing you have to go on there is 110% dev save file. Let's you fly around every single level with this like jetpack thing and it gives you all the items so you can fully mess around mm. with the sandbox thing. Because if you don't collect these orb things and you go into the sandbox, there is nothing. There's yep. nothing to do. There's nothing. There's no items, no anything. So you're hugely limited. I think that if you want this for the sandbox experience, play through the story mode, then download the save file, and you're going to be just awesome with, with all the items. You don't have to stress out about it. But then if you want to go in and you actually want to play some huge, huge levels, when you go on here, people have gone through. They've got the entire GTA San Andreas map, and that works mm-hmm. on the quest, too. So wow. like you can start spawning enemies into the GTA San Andreas map and start beating them up, spawn the go-kart, drive around, you know, use the the flying jetpack thing to fly around the whole level and explore everywhere. It's still a PS2 game that has been very much optimized. So this world works on the quest, but it's just when you're playing a game like this and you're doing sandbox anyways, the places you're in just make all the big difference and being in Outset Island from Wind Waker, being in Peach's Castle for Mario 64. I went on and I found uh, some Team Fortress levels. They had the two fort level and they look really, really cool. And it just when you're doing a sandbox thing, because you can do so many things, you can do so many things. You can build these like like floating platform kind of things. Well, how do they make them float? We have this balloon gun. You can shoot balloons and make all these items float. And I, I feel like you could make a whole platforming in the sky thing. Like if people get creative about this, there's so many cool things they can do. And going with the mods that I was playing in my video, I did a video top 10 favorite Oculus Quest mods. And the ones that really did it for me were the Mario Kart levels because you Mm. have the go-kart and people (laughs) have just perfectly put like they've just massively upload, 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 upload. And because these levels are from the Wii, they're from the N64, they're from wherever, they really look nice in vr but they really work well on the quest and that's like the big caveat thing is okay you don't have other racers you don't have any other characters i've only seen one modded level that had anything animated in it at all so they're very you know just flat right now but driving around this go-kart kind of thing putting on some mario kart tunes it was cool it was fun it was you know well worth going on and downloading those mods and doing that i really think that avatar like uh, vr chat has so many, so many just really cool, amazing levels that you can go inside and be inside. And I can see so many of those types of levels and worlds and things like that in Boneworks. I've already, or sorry, Bone Lab. Sorry, in Bone Lab. 
And I've already seen people literally transferring their avatars from VR chat into this to use in Bone Lab. Mm -hmm. So if you are on VR chat and you have a custom avatar, you can get it into Bone Lab. I've seen people do it. And like, what, for me, one thing is, is it's just when you can spawn items and you can spawn other NPCs is where it's going to be awesome because it's super cool to be Spider-Man. But if I'm just Spider-Man facing these, you know, peasants and, you know, the weird orange guys and the security guards, it's just not it's not that exciting. But if I was Spider-Man facing Venom, OK, there we go. That's mm -hmm. what I want to have that. Give me give me the city and let me fight Venom in the city. I saw someone uploaded Godzilla and. Uh, King Kong avatars or world or uh, characters. And I was like, how cool would it be at a giant city level fighting with those two? Like, I just I just think like there's so much opportunity to do crazy, crazy things with these mods. And another another one that I was playing that I really, really liked was they have this. This is one of the few utilities they actually have so far. And it's this mirror gun. You can place a mirror anywhere you want. So if you play this game and you're used to VR chat, VR chat, they have mirrors in every single <laughs> world. But yeah. with this game, there's these levels they've created. There's no mirrors in them. So if you got a cool character and you want to have, you know, you want to see the character and you doing things in the game, this mirror utility is the only way to do it. So I would say that, you know, that that's really, really awesome. I was on today looking for more mods and I was actually checking out the PC mod section because there's some mods that don't work on the, uh, the quest itself. And there's this Wii Sports bowling one. And just being inside the level just looked really, really cool. The graphics were awesome. I know it works on the Quest, but I checked it out on the PC for this one. Super, super cool. But I, I think what's going to happen with these mods is we're going to see over the next month. The things that I'm excited about right now are going to be like, who cares about? We're going to be just expanding, expanding, expanding. Someone was adding like radios that play songs. So you can have whatever song you want on this radio you can carry around with you. And I've seen people doing guns already, but like we... Until we get the lightsaber in there, we haven't we haven't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the sky is the limit, basically, for the mod side of it. And that's what really is going to give this game its legs, it seems like, because like you said, you can get through five hours. You could probably play some of the other sandbox stuff and probably get seven, maybe ten hours out of this game if you were never going to mod it. But beyond that, the mods are going to allow you to take this as far as you want. The question will be in time. As the game developers approve more mods, will it be easier on the quest to just go to that mod menu and put them straight on? Because, you know, I'm thinking about someone who works full time and has kids. They get one hour of game to that to game each night. Are they going to want to spend that hour, you know, downloading mods and getting them installed and getting them working? Or are they going to want to just play this game and hopefully have the option to still get these great mods we're talking about without going through all that trouble? I'm, I'm curious with the licensing, if they'll be allowed to put things like Mario Kart and all that stuff. But mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know how VR chat seems to get some super pass on just copyright everything. So maybe <laughs> maybe they'll be OK, too. It yeah. always amazes me going on VR chat and being like, yo, Nintendo saw this. They probably wouldn't like this, but they just could care less about VR. So they're letting this play. Yeah, I'm curious if that's because VR chat's free and, you know, everything and it's technically free. I don't know if there's some other creative license they can get away with some of that. But I definitely think Bone Lab is it's a game that will continue to get more in the future. So the question is, should you buy it now? Is it worth it now? And I think to step this up a notch, we should say if someone knows they're not going to have time to mod this game, is it worth $40 just to play the main game, look for these collectibles, go in the sandbox, go play the parkour, the rooftops, all these different things in Bone Lab. Is it worth it then modless, basically? Based on what's currently there, assuming that there's no updates and they don't add anything else? 
Yeah, basically just what the game developers have done so far. That's that's the question here for the yay or nay. So are you are you ready so to I give think, this a go ahead? I think I have any, two any answers. Thanks. I think if we're talking about the Oculus Quest 2, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely a yay. When we're talking about PC VR, it's it's a, it's it's a wait and see, especially especially if you already have Boneworks. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting and I, I'm on the same. I was going to say it's a it's a pretty definite yay. But keep in mind, you've got to be prepared to handle this game physically. <laughs> yeah. So if, if you just got your quest and you're so excited, everyone else is playing Bone Lab and you want to get in. If you've been slightly sick in any game ever, don't jump into Bone Lab right now or at least set a timer for yourself. Play it short <laughs> in little sessions and kind of work your way up. This game is made for people who have their VR legs. But the thing is on quest, we're so limited that on quest, it's pretty much a must buy. This is a game that is going to continue to shape the future of VR. It's a game that people are going to talk about. You're going to feel like you missed out if you didn't get it. If you're on PC and you already have Half-Life Alex modded and you have Boneworks and you modded it, maybe you can wait for a sale or at least wait for some more mods. I, I think that's a fair assessment. There's there's one thing I did notice. I just I just thought about it. I saw some people complaining that mm-hmm. the game had a really, really short campaign. And they're like, the game's only got like a half an hour campaign. And then they throw you into the lab thing. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't just in case anyone's watching this video, you actually go up and there's the you have to go into all the different whatever labs once. And then you can go and there's this uh, I don't know, this thing where you're, it's like a like a like crane, a crane thing almost. Crane, yeah. yeah. And and this is where you unlock all the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. And I've seen so many people ridiculing this game, not realizing that was even a part of the game. I'm like, did you <laughs> did you get to level 15? Did you beat did you beat the storyline? And they're like, 15. What do you mean? <laughs> and uh, so I definitely definitely will say, like, if you only played that first little bit and then went in the sandbox, you'd definitely be like, where's the game? But there is there is more than that. Yeah, that's fair, because it the game, it, again, it doesn't hold your hand in a lot no. of ways. And one of those ways is the storyline and how you progress. You have to figure this out as you go. So it doesn't tell you, OK, here's the next story mission. Here's you. You have to figure this out. <laughs> I could see where it seems like the bone lab would kind of be the unlockable at the end of the game. And it's not. They're letting you get in there as fast as possible. It it is pretty like straightforward and linear after you get back in after that lab level. But it definitely there's parts that it doesn't tell you what to do. And there's no hand holding in that regard. And I'll I'll admit there was at least once I had to go online and get some help. (laughs) There There was one thing I didn't think I could climb up. And I was like, how do I get around this? And I'm trying to like do some crazy jump around it. And then I'm trying to like move objects that I can like get around anyways. And then I was like, oh, you just climb up the thing. I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, and by now there's enough walkthroughs that if you just want to unlock everything or like Lip said, if you just want to download that save file and just have fun playing this game with everything unlocked, that's that's OK, too. Some people are going to do that. I personally have even thought about that myself. I'm like, you know, maybe instead of trying to go back and trying to find every single collectible, maybe I should just do that. So then I can just have all the fun in the sandbox of having everything there already. That's OK, too. There's there, there, well, there's also another side of that, too. Let's say let's say you get this game for your quest too. You beat the game, you have fun. Well, you can actually take that save file from your Quest 2, load it into your PC version of Bone Lab, and you still have your save file. It's exactly the same save file. That's cool. You can double up if you're if you're doing both systems at once. You don't have to feel like I've done all the progress in the Quest 2 and I got to play through all this again. No, no, no. You can use your save file, still feel like it's legit. You could legitimately go back and forth and play some of the levels on 
you know, play through the campaign on both at once. Yeah, they've put a lot of care and love into this game and it shows and it's going to continue to evolve and change over time, which is always a great thing for us in VR because too many games come out and they just get abandoned after launch. And this looks like it's got a bright future ahead of it. So I'm excited. So I'm curious, do you think that they are going to add multiplayer to this at all? Because I feel like having multiplayer would be a game changer, but I don't know if the Quest 2 can handle it. They said, the developer officially said, not at launch, in quotations. So that makes me think it's coming. I do wonder if maybe it's just not possible on the Quest 2. We've heard rumors of a Quest 3. We've heard rumors of a Quest Pro. Maybe they're going to wait a little bit. And once that next headset launches, they're going to be like, guess what? If you get this new headset, you can get Bone Lab multiplayer as well. So I do think because of the way they phrase that, maybe it's coming down the road kind of thing. I don't know. They, yeah. they left a lot of these like they have this one experimental room and I was thinking, oh, well, you know, when I get to the end of the game, there's going to be tons of things in this. But there was just two options by the end of the game. And I was kind of like, oh, well, you know, are they adding more? Is Because the mods don't seem to go in those categories. The mods just seem to be their own levels themselves. Yeah. So it's 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 weird when you go in and you see this experimental thing and there's only two options at the end of the game. And there's several areas with like the modding thing that are like that. So it, it makes me think that they're planning on just this is this is the starting point. This is 1.0. And in a year from now, we're going to be at like 3.2. And there's going to be an entire like new game on top of what we've got right now. Yeah, it's only been 10 days. It seems like a lot more is yeah. coming. So we're excited for that. Was there anything else about the game you felt you needed to share before we finish this up? Just that uh, I like when I played through the game, I loved this game. And this is before mods this is before anything. I was just having an amazing time. I could not put it down. And I've been playing so many games on my quest for so long for a game like this that stands out and actually does it. It feels like a PC VR game on the headset. It feels like the future of VR technology and where, you know, VR games are going. I just wouldn't I, I would if you have doubts on this one, there's a two hour refund window. You could totally get this game. And if you don't like it, you could refund it. But I do feel like if you only own a Quest 2, this is one that you just you need to you need to take the take the plunge and test it at least. I wish I wish they would give us some like demo thing that just gave you that first like half an hour opening to just be like, do you want this? Because I feel like a lot of people are going to be off put with some of the negative reviews. Mm -hmm. And then on the other hand, some people are going to be overhyped with some of the positive reviews. And I just think that this game was one that you don't want to miss out on if you have just the quest to. Because like even even like all the individual things that I'm talking about, there are just individual aspects on this on such a deep level that like there is this one level you go in that's not even it's just one of the lab things. And it is basically just horde mode from or the zombies mode from the Call of Duty games. And you have this tool that you draw the wood planks to stop them from coming in. Like you have a gun that draws wood planks. Totally not something I've seen anywhere else. I just randomly hopped in this level and found it. And I was like, this is, uh, this is amazing. Like. I go through all the items. I'm like, what's this balloon gun it can make things float. There's a punching gun that like has a super punch. You can punch people and knock them across the screen. And I'm like, oh, wait, you use this and set up some like targets. You could totally have like this like thing to like go bowling or thing to like knock things down. You can really the the tools are already here. It's really just how creative you are to use those tools. And like, yeah. there's like this seems like there's 100 guns. There's like probably like maybe 50 blunt weapons. There's just. It's 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 all it's all there if you if you have the creativity to play with it. And I just think that for the right person, this is just it's too good. 
it's it's an interesting thing because it's it's almost like it's a must try game whether or not this game is something you will love and will spend tons of time with this is one of those games that you can tell like in the evolution of vr and in the evolution of gaming it's going to be one of those games that like we look back and we think okay this was something that helped lead to where we went and so it's something that i feel like yes think about that return window even if this isn't your kind of game maybe try it make sure you're not going to get motion sick and experience this even for no other reason that as if VR continues to evolve, you'll be able to be like, oh yeah, I remember Bone Lab and this memory I had in this time. And it may not be something you spend a hundred hours in, but it will be something that you will always look back on and think, oh, that was that game that did this on the quest that led us to other games like this on the quest. Exactly. And that's that's the big thing. It's the opening, the basically preparing everyone for the future of when we get when we get five years in the future from now. I feel like a lot more games are going to be all the realistic physics and all the realistic movements where we're actually pushing ourselves up to climb. And maybe they do a smarter way of doing it for those ones. But I I think that this is where VR needs to go because that's you want a realistic experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that if you're out there and you still have some questions, you're still wondering about it, you can come join our Discord. We're there all the time. You can ask any questions you want to if you're thinking about games or if you just want to come tell us your opinion. There are some people who probably just did not love this game, didn't think about it. I would love to hear that side of it a little bit more because so many people in the VR scene have been so positive about it that it's it makes you start to wonder, you know, are we all just getting a little too caught up in what VR is? And maybe there are some valid points as to why people didn't enjoy the game. Definitely. Well, I mean, like, you can p- compare this game with Resident Evil 4. You can't. <laughs> yeah. So they, you get one that's like a huge linear adventure and it's amazing. Then you get one that's this huge VR physics mess and it's amazing. <laughs> and they both do totally different things, but are both just equally must-haves for me. I think. Yeah, I agree there. So, hey, we want to say thank you so much for coming out and hanging out for this one. A little bit longer. It's a bigger game. We had to go a little bit more in-depth. But, of course, if you're listening to this, that makes it easy to listen to all of it, take it on the go. If you want to come hang out here on YouTube, we'll have some clips up and stuff so that you can kind of see what you're getting into while, of course, avoiding the spoilers so that you can walk into this game fresh. But we want to say thank you. And remember, if you're thinking about VR, and maybe if you're thinking about Bone Lab in general, it's time to just... Thank you.